The No Talent Show Podcast. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lidomine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Talent Show, a Lidomine Media Production. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Talent Show. We're available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to leave a review. Subscribing and reviewing helps others discover our show. We appreciate it. And while you're reviewing, Remember that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you love the show, share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Oh, boy. You can find the No Talent Show at thenotalentshow.com. And you can hit us up and chime in on Twitter. Our handle is at the No Talent Show. You can find the rest of our shows like we read at lightomindmedia.com. Hey, hey we're back. And we are we're back. back. Yeah. Um, this is the No Talent Show, the only podcast made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, and for those who love the Central Valley. Long to live in the, the Central Valley. Valley. There it is. Sorry, I failed. As I always, failed we have our beautiful cast of characters, the Doorman. Hey, what's up, Fresno? We also have with us Mr. Marty Stupidasso. So we read is now now officially a thing. It is officially a thing. Nice. We recorded nice. some. We recorded some. They'll be posting. That sounds like a horror movie. Oh, it's know. called We Read Grimm's Fairy Tales. Mm. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's pretty excited. We'll be getting some uh, local actors here to record some. Ooh. Um, we also have with us uh, Mr. Don Schlicks. Who is a local yeah. actor. Hey. He is. He is. Yeah. You might hear him on We Read Grimm's Fairy Tales. <laughs> or you might not. Or you might not. <laughs> if you yeah. can afford them. I actually yeah. probably, probably How much won't. Charge? You probably won't want to be on it. Um, and then we have who else? Max. Oh, you have me, Mr. Maxwell DeBoss. Here I am. I've just been reading um, a lot of banned books. We had a sponsor uh, last episode. Mm. Um, there's a local book burning happening. Oh, yeah, Railroad uh, Park. I went to that. They never said they were burning books. They were just having a gathering and you cleansing. Had to, yeah. Oh, was it wasn't a book burning. A, no, I went. I brought. said it was, but it seemed like it would be. Definitely sounded like one. I brought yeah. Go Dogs yeah. Go. Oh, what's that? I don't remember that one. Oh, that's a great. Uh, well, it used to be a great book until yeah. it was, okay. came out that most of the dogs... Um, were being bullied, or it wasn't actually written by a dog, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, he so they simulated the, the dog's uh, pain and suffering of what it's like. Yes. Yeah, in their culture. So you can't assume. I think the at the end of that book too, dogs are in a tree, and I don't know why they're in a tree. Yes, that's dogs. a bird's domain. I think that's, that's right. what came about. Yeah. yeah, it really screwed the kids up. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I started reading about some, and I realized, uh, you know, there's a lot of banned books out there, and they got banned for some interesting ideas. So I wanted to play this game with you guys. Ooh. I'm going to go around. What I'm going to do is you're going to have a choice whether you're going to guess what book was banned based off of the reasons it were banned, or I'll give you the name of the book, and you have to guess why it was banned. Perfect. Okay. I'm excited. Let's start. Um, let's see here. Let's Can see we all here. guess, right? We can all guess at the same time. Yeah, right? you'll all let you guys. I'll let you okay. all you'll all guess. Okay, how, let's how, do how about one. just rotate? Maybe like do okay. one one give us the reasons okay. it was. We'll try to I like the titles. That. The next one we'll do the titles. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. How about this one? This was banned in the US in a couple of school districts and libraries for being, quote, sexually offensive and a downer. 
Uh, a downer? Frank. Books can be banned for being downers A downer. Now? A downer. Planet, of, Planet Di- of the Apes. Diary of Di- Anne Frank. Diary of Anne Frank. Winner. No winner, way. winner. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. It is a downer. It is a downer. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's true. It is that, a downer. I don't know that I've ever been more angry about something than just hearing this right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable. When, okay. Do you have any... Uh, when was it banned and where? I don't have all the facts. Oh, sorry. I don't have all the facts. Oh, not all the facts. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I see there... I'm on these multiple websites Gotcha, here. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. So yeah. what? Okay. So the next one, give us a book. That was quick, man. Let me man. see here, actually. I think, I think Marty's going to be... Stu's got these. Yeah, these so here we go. Winner. It was banned. The first time it was banned, it was 1983. Uh, 1982, it was first banned for being sexually offensive. In 83, it was banned throughout Alabama... Because, quote, it was a, quote, real downer. Um, Are you talking about Anne Frank again? Anne Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. See, I went to the book bar ni- the other day. Yeah. And uh, they had that list. In Did, 19, is that what Derek told you? Is he, is he yeah, the inside Derek information? Really chummy. In 1998, it was banned in Texas from middle schools in Corpus Christi. Wow. Um, because they thought the book was pornographic. Yeah, Dyer Van Frank. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who who would, I, I want to meet the person who said that it's pornographic because what is going through their mind? I can't fathom what is going on around when people are banning these books. All right, what's the next one? Yeah, it's gonna, uh, we'll get to the next okay. one. Give us the title, and we'll okay. try to guess what it was banned. Let for. me see here. I'm gonna grab one for you. Um, Actually, I like the way we did this. Just give us why it was banned. Oh, so okay. We can get the title. I like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Oh, here's one because it. <laughs> This was banned because it encouraged lies, curses, and sets a bad example for kids or whatever. That's the quote. Catcher on the rye. Lies, curses, bad example for kids or whatever. This is kind of, I don't know if you guys are going to get this one. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I'll give you one more. Um, it was additionally, let's see here. Um, <laughs> oh, it was banned because also it taught kids to be spies. Mm, Peter Pan. Mm, nope. Nope. Catcher in the Rye. Mm-mm. What? Planet of the Apes. Hardy Boys. No, no. Volume three. You're on the you're on the spot, but spies. It's a it's a big clue. <laughs> spies. Yeah. Ah, uh, spies. Uh, Harriet the what? Spy oh, is what. Yeah. That's oh one. my gosh! What? Harriet the Spy. Harry yeah. Potter the Spy. Harriet. Harriet yeah. The Spy. Is that a J.K. Rowling book? Uh, Harriet the Spy is Harry, by Harriet the Spy or Harry the Spy. Harriet the Spy. Oh, sorry, that you said Harry. Yeah, the yeah. Spy. Um, okay, this is a good one, guys. I'm going to give you this book, and you have to guess why it was banned. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> uh, this is this book was banned. Be, you know, I'm, not gonna, I'm actually going to give you this. This book was banned because okay. of a beach scene. A beach scene in 1987. This was banned. Brighton um, Beach Memoirs. Because there was images of women's bodies. 1987. Images. Jaws. Women's bodies, like it just made you imagine a woman's body, or there no there there was illustrations. Uh, oh, there was yeah. actual pictures. Yeah, actual pictures. Nineteen eighty-seven. Green eggs and ham. Banned because of the beach scene. Beach so scene. It's a yeah, illustrated book. So it illustrated a children's book. book. Specifically, later on, they literally banned it because of quote visualizations of the side of a woman's breast, side boob. It was banned in 1987 for side boob illustrations on so a beach a scene. Children's book that has Yeah, a is it a, yeah, give us a little more. Is it a children's book? It's a, it's a children's it book. Be, yeah, it's children's it's book. Illustrated, so. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a Dr. Seuss book, right? It has no, to be Dr. Seuss. On the right Seuss. track. On the right track. Mm, was it where the sidewalk ends? Ooh, no. No. It it's wasn't a, green eggs and boobs. More of a visual visual book. 
a searching book, if you will. Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? No oh, yeah, I remember that. They the did have side scene. boobs in those. They had side boob. That's right. That's right. That's ridiculous. Did they really? Yeah. Some of them. I got to go back and look mm-hmm. at that. I don't, I don't those know. pages were stuck together when I tried to look at the book. <laughs> the beach scene was. Now I, right. I don't know. Yeah. It was torn out in a lot of them. Yeah. Was it? You'd find uh, them in the trash. <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> Torn out of them. <laughs> they were Give us censoring another, another, them. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm getting a couple other ones here. Um, here we go. This book was banned for its anti-business attitude. Anti-business attitude. Wolves of Wall Street. Mm-mm. What? Wolves of Wall Street. Wolves of Wall Street. Oh, okay. Uh, what's the one with uh, uh, Ayn Rand? What's that book? Oh, um, it's not that, though. No. Atlas Shrug. Atlas Shrug, yeah, yeah. No, anti-business attitude. Um, is it Huck okay. Finn? No, uh, it's, a, it's a John Steinbeck book. Of Mice and Men. Of Mice and Men. No. Anti-business attitude. Anti-business. That's right. Because those mean bosses. Farm workers yep. and the bosses. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is a good one. This is a good one. This book was banned in Kansas in 2006. 2006. Because it was argued that, quote, humans are the highest level of God's creation and are the only creatures that can communicate. Showing other life forms with human abilities is sacrilegious and disrespectful to God. Charlotte's Web, correct, 2006. Banned throughout Kansas. As it should be. (laughs) Talking Um, pigs. More recently. Animal Farm would have been a good guess, too. Animal Farm would have been good. Watership Down would have been Yep, yep. Uh, more recently, this book was first banned in 1996. It was further banned in the year 2000 by a number of schools um, because it showed racism. That's it. The uh, Huck Finn. Um, and, oh, and I'm, conflicted oh, with the value bird. to kill a mockingbird. Thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Yeah, because nice. it shows racism. Now let's let's remember what that book's about. It literally shows the unfairness of racism. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The entire book is about how wow, yeah. that's really unfair. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wow. Here's a good one. This is a good one, guys. Like, you can guess this one. Uh, this was um, protested and eventually um, <laughs> banned in a school district in California in 2010 for having the word oral sex. As, as a book that would be in, in the high school? in The, li- yeah, the mean, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, because I know nobody what? was going to get it. That was banned in a school district in 2010 in California because it had because it dared define a word in the dictionary. Wow. I don't know what that means. I'm trying to figure. I want to Isn't get that, that interesting? Very interesting. Yeah. Um, Words should be banned. And here's a good one. This is, I'll do this last one. This was um, banned in Irvine, in California, in 1992, um, because it had questionable themes. Is, is it an adult book? A children's book? It's an, it's an adult book. Fiction? Nonfiction? Fiction. It's a fiction book. Mm, questionable the themes. No, it's a, no. It's a good. Is it a classic? Would it's it be classic. considered a classic? It's a classic. Moby it's, Dick. It's pretty perfect that it was banned. No, no, Moby Dick. No, nope, Moby Dick. A 1984. Mm. Very, you're on the right track. Really? Yeah. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit! Fahrenheit 451 was banned in California for its questionable themes. Wow, we are and outlaws right now. There you go. There it is. 
A lot of interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of interesting books. books. Isn't that, it's kind of insane. Well, you know, they used to have two, I, I don't know, they, you know, public libraries were used a little bit more back in the older mm -hmm. days. And they used to have a list and you would be put on a list, supposedly, if you checked out certain books that right. were deemed questionable. So they would, they would. Mark your name down. Like Catcher in the Rye was a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. To the That's government. a great movie. Conspiracy theory. That's a great yeah. movie. Where every time somebody buys Catcher in the Rye, like it, <laughs> they're like flagged and. Mm -hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah. Well, you know Fahrenheit is funny. Fahrenheit four fifty one. We've uh, uh, Stu. I think we talked about it a couple podcasts ago, but uh, mm -hmm. Stu was listening to it. Marty was listening to it, and yeah, the uh, audio, the audible one, yeah, the, extremely uh, good. The audio book, and and then I got into it. Now I'm listening to the audio book again. I'm like. Wow, it's blowing my mind. Yeah, who reads yeah. it? Is it Rosie uh, Perez? What? No. no. <laughs> just, be the I worst. just keep thinking of that scene from White Men Can't Jump where she's like, Billy, I need the water, Billy. <laughs> she's, no, don't get me a glass of water, right? She's explaining. But oh Ray Bradbury gosh. really nailed the future, what we're going through right now, oh, incredibly so well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting chills because I'm listening to it, so I'm getting chills listening to this And it's funny because right now I went to the used bookstore. I'm a big uh, Ray Bradbury fan, mm -hmm. and all of his books are flying off the shelves. You can't uh, find really? Fahrenheit in a used bookstore at all. Right That's now. funny. I tried to find one yeah. online, and it was like, for a used one, it was like 12 or 14 yeah. bucks. Yeah, and so I'm like, what? I had one, but I had loaned it to a friend, and it disappeared. So I bought, like, on eBay, I just bought the 50th anniversary edition, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, it was like $30. Wow. Yeah. But it's a hardcover one. I have a hard but copy still, it's, one. It's like I, one of those books I feel like I, I got to get because yeah. I don't think it's going to be out there very much yeah. longer. Yeah. I or ordered, it'll be changed. I by ordered Amazon. two copies of the 50th anniversary edition, one from Thrift Books and one from worldbooks.com, two like big book companies yeah. uh, that sell used books. Um, both of them got canceled by the time they got to me. No oh, wow. way. Yeah, like just the orders mysteriously. Sorry. And I'm like, I paid for them. They had to refund me. And maybe because there was such a demand, they were yeah. like, oh, no, we're keeping it. We got a bigger, bigger price for yeah. it. Yeah. But even like talking to the person over at Book Barn, which is a friend of the show, we talked to about mm -hmm. it. Uh, when I was cashing out, she goes, wow, all the, all the Bradbury books are just flying off the shelf right now. And they had one paperback and one hardcover. And um, so I, right. I picked them up. But it's mm. this before, like a year ago, it was full. Nobody, nobody, Bradbury. nobody wanted to yeah, read it. Jerry. Well, here's the thing too. It cracks me up. You know, like a guy like that, that, you know, you, you're listening to the book or you read it for Fahrenheit specifically that I'm talking about. And it just really speaks to what is, I mean, literally it's like laid out almost exactly to what's going on now. Yeah. Like Mac mm -hmm. was bringing so, up, everyone has uh, ear pods in. Yeah. The clamshells they call yeah. them, uh, the wall TVs, mm -hmm. uh, everybody's just kind of in this haze, not painted, not talking to each other, yeah, not they paying all attention. want to be happy instead of informed about what's really going exactly. on. They just want to be happy. They don't want the truth. They just want to... But I'm, I'm thinking, now how did that guy... I mean, you know, you just wonder, did that guy get inspired? Is that like something he just grabbed out of the air? Did he see the future? I mean, how did these guys... How did how did they know and well, write you know, stuff? A lot of those guys, like Bradbury and, and um, you know, people who... Uh, who Orwell. Wrote, Orwell. A lot of those yeah. guys, they Isn't lived off. through, right? They lived through a lot of... They saw the communist world that was happening, mm -hmm. right? So, Soviet Russia, they saw uh, yeah. Mao, you yeah, know, they revolution. Lived, yeah. Exactly. So all they did was extrapolate how that would look in the U.S., right? It wasn't wow. it wasn't too hard for them to go, well, okay, that happened there. How would that look in the U.S.? Yeah. Oh, and so they wrote it, and then it just so happens that once it did come to the U.S., 
it looks just like that, right? Yeah, yeah, they were they were right, I guess. They right. guessed right. I mean, because that book was written in 53, right? right. 1953. So, yeah. you know, it's we're what? How many years? Not even 10 years out of the at World War II, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And just fighting, you know, uh for freedoms across the world and and yeah. here here, you know, 1953 he's writing a book that is basically true now in in 2000, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he was born Crazy. in 1920. So, yeah, he lived wow. through all that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. There's like he has a great quote, um, so I can pull it up. But he talks about how um, he never wanted to be um, prophetic, right? Like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was like, uh, uh, yeah. He says, uh, but yeah, also I like, the exact quote. But but do yourself a favor. It's just like if you ever want to read something that's well written and well thought out, just. Read any Bradbury because he's he's an excellent. He has writer. a lot of short he's, stories too. A lot yeah, of he short does. Stories. A lot of short, I love his short. He stories. He wrote a lot for old pulp magazines. Right, right. Mm. Does that. he do the famous one about the butterfly wings or the? Yep. Yeah, butterfly effect. Butterfly, butterfly effect. effect yeah. yeah. But is is writing? Because I just got I listened to an audio book that was just terrible. The the writing was all very mechanical. Just showed what people were going through. Then I listened to Fahrenheit, and Fahrenheit has so many metaphors and it's so well written and so yeah. pretty to listen to. It's, exactly. It's really yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. as read by Fran Drescher. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is actually a little tip. Marty, I think you might like this. This is if you go to um pulpmags.org. This is a oh, great yeah. website. You go to pulp mags and what you do is if you click on the um, magazines in the pulp archive you can click on a type like adventure or air stories or all of these, whichever one it is. You go to digital archives, um, and you can choose like the um, which ones you would be interested in. So if you said, you know, I'm interested in exciting um, westerns, yeah, the old pulp magazines like the mystery mammoth yeah. mystery, okay. and you go through, they will have. Well, there's very few of those. We're looking but, at the website right now for those. Yeah. <laughs> But if you, you yeah, know, Planet amazing. Stories, you click on it, and they'll have all the digitized versions. Oh, that's amazing. And then you can click on it, and they'll load it, and you can read all the old. Oh, it even makes a turning paper wow. sound. And you get the yeah. ads, the whole deal. No, these are the best part. That's the best part, yeah. the ads. These are actual magazines from yeah. back then, or wait, they, wait, are wait. these remade to look like? No, no, they're scanned. They, they, scanned did is they scanned all the original pulp magazines. Go back to that the beginning. There was an ad about meat. I want to see what it said The ads are fantastic in here. It makes... Any auto repair job. Your meat. What does that mean? <laughs> Let's pull it up here. Yeah, we're looking I, at an ad Everything now you need to know to repair any car. I don't, yeah. I've never heard that, your meat. I don't know what that means. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you can read all the old books, like Paul Anderson. Witch of the Demon Seas. Um, it's a great, it's a great, um, actually, this was the next thing that I was going to do for We Read, is We Read Pulp Magazines. Oh, oh man, that would be awesome. And we're just going to do a bunch of these old stories because there's, you know, there's so many amazing people who wrote for these. Bradbury, um, Asimov, yeah. just all mm-hmm. these amazing writers. And everything from Westerns to, um, there's some pretty great ones if you're if you're into a, um, like naughty reading. There's romance um, pulp magazines from 1919 or saucy stories mm-hmm. from 1919. <laughs> That's gonna get banned, you know. And like it's just these really incredible pulp magazines from like the 1900s. Love in the jungle. Love yeah. in the jungle. The complete. Novelette. What was that um, audio they used to have to listen to in the lab? 
Well, I'll tell you Wednesday. Oh, Jesus, I don't remember. <laughs> now, are these? How much are these? Old. Do you buy them? You have to buy them, or are these free? No, it's all free. They just they put are them on here. It was that story where you put them on here, and they scan many, them, and you can go. Public domain now. Yeah. So. And you can wow. download them too. They let you download them. My favorite oh, thing cool. is I love going through the ads though. Oh, There's yeah. some here a genuine diamond ring for only two thirty seven a month. Um, total twenty four seventy five. Uh, yeah, but there's these great ads for like one of them. I think it was an adventure magazine. Um, I think that's what it was. That's pretty cool. And there's the ads for um, some pretty great stuff, like the um, if I could remember it correctly. Ooh, it was at last, secrets of sex and marriage. Yeah. Oh, this is the one. At last, this is a great. This is a great ad. Um, it talks about the true stories of how send no money right. It tells you about the immortality in marriage, mm. things like pregnancy, um, all of these different things. The bare truth everyone should know. It'll Ooh. teach you mistakes that kill love. Ooh, um, how to attract? How the to attract sex. the opposite sex? Yeah, yeah. Um, mistakes the bride and groom that's a hard should to avoid. Read, though some of them, huh? Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because you know the print doesn't stay around yeah. forever. I was at a swap meet and a guy had like amazing tales and tales of tomorrow, yeah. all these little pulp magazines from the 1970s. And I said, "Well, how much?" He goes, "Well, they're like five bucks a piece." I go, "No, how much for all of your collection?" All nice. Of and he goes, uh, forty dollars." I said, "Sold here." Oh wow. my gosh, brilliant! And then he's probably like thinking, two bucks a book." Yeah. He's probably thinking, "Damn, yeah, that's I should have did the math." Because I love reading all these old stories from the seventies and sixties. Oh yeah. yeah, because like we're their future. We're living in their future, and they got it all wrong, except Bradbury and a few others. Yeah, but it's just interesting to see what they thought our future would be like. Well, we're gonna have flying cars, Space. and everybody was gonna be happy, yeah. and there were gonna be no disease or yeah, wars, and yeah, it was yeah. all Life wonderful. Was great. And you read Bat Bradbury, and you go, "Yeah, yeah. He, he knew." <laughs> Well, now what was that again? Pulpmags.org. Pulpmags.org. Yeah, yeah okay, it's actually it's a nonprofit, it and they literally they all they do is collect um, pulp mags. And I think, if I remember correctly, as long as they are um, nonprofit, as long as they are, I'm um, sorry, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever, not under any sort of copyright or anything like that. Public domain. Uh, public domain. Thank you. Know, public domain. Yeah, public domain. Okay, yeah, public yeah, domain. Yeah. Uh, it's through the University of Pittsburgh and a couple other people, the Blue Mountain Project, the Moonettes, um, the Andrew Mellon Foundation. You can be part of it and help scan and give them. Oh, okay. Too, cool. Which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a that is a very fun, cool. Did not thing. know it existed. Yeah, unbelievable. And now we do. Yeah, yeah. So check that one out, Pulp Mags. Friends of the show. Do you think any of those old pulp magazines have chemicals in them? Oh, definitely. I'm sure those those were full of ink, like full of lead. They've got. Yeah. Ink, what right? about yeah. the chemical that I was reading about recently? That's yeah. in like everything from baby food to plastics. That's a good to, point. Um, doesn't it have a weird side effect. All those does chemicals? have a weird. Yeah. Side effect. So this is actually you know Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, wrote, she wrote the story. Wrote did you the story that? in the oh, Guardian. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It ends with it's a pretty intense. They're called boobs, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> it literally starts with the end of humankind. It may be coming sooner than we think, and it all has to do with, with a hormone disrupting chemical. Um, that's you guys ever seen that movie um, with Clive Owen where they can't have men anymore? Uh, I, yes, they are babies. You mean they can have babies, right? The last man was only couldn't have men babies, though. Wasn't that the point of it? No, I thought they just couldn't have a baby, period. Nobody no. was having kids. Oh, uh, well, yeah. that's essentially this book. Um, PFAs, they're known as, quote, the forever chemical 
PFAs are in your plastic containers, your food wrapping, your waterproof clothes, your fragrances, your cleaning products, your soaps, shampoos, your electronics, your carpeting. They are in everything. And this isn't a and book. It's, this it's is in your real body life. too. This is you real. Said it was a book. This is an article right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is an article. Um, they say that following the trajectory that we're currently on, that um, human men's sperm count will drop to zero by 2045. They say men today have. Was it sixty percent? Sixty percent that we did in nineteen seventy-three than their grandfathers. Yeah, and um, I don't know about you, but I have noticed that men today seem to need things more like testosterone mm-hmm. and like that stuff has plummeted. It since. Pills for ED. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, and yeah. so this this is saying that it's actually causing testicles to shrink, shrinking penis size, and the volume of your testes. Yeah. yeah, testicles, penises to shrink, producing less sperm to the point where, like she said, a lot of people are scared that within the next 25 years or so, like there will just be men who the world will have men who can't have babies anymore. Mm. <laughs> and that's all that will well, be I th- left. I think it affects the women, too. I mean, it also affects their ability to uh, to have babies. Yeah, it right? says the Eggs women are uterus. less... Um, Productive. Yeah, women, 20-something women today are less fertile, fertile. than um, their grandmothers were when they were 35. So is mm. this a Bill Gates eugenics thing? It's an interesting idea, and I well, don't I think, know how. I think it's a modern society thing. You know, as we, as we, just with the plastics and the manufacturing and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, just with our modern society, this is just part of a, this is a side effect of it. You know, all the chemicals we use, all but the But in, in the, the article, they say it's something that the UN and other places should really be investigating and getting involved in, but nobody's mentioning it. No, I've never heard article. of this, but I, all I know is that supposedly we're going to be underwater in seven years, which they proved like isn't well, going to happen now. that's but, my other thing but also we learned we're going to grow, grow gills from kevin <laughs> costner Waterworld, who played yeah. kevin costner playing kevin costner in Waterworld. <laughs> i guess my thought is since nobody else is talking about this is it maybe a we real shouldn't thing i don't know <laughs> like it's my worry well, she's it? very famous for breaking stuff like well, she's, this, she's right? an environmental yeah, yeah she's yeah. like uh, i don't know yeah. she's an actual attorney now yes. right and yeah she's so she's an environmental she did that whole we had that i can only on. picture her as julia roberts by the way and she's yeah. not gonna risk her reputation by putting something out bogus but, you know, yeah. there's really no solution, too, at the end of this article. It just basically says, yeah, this is going to happen, and that's it. So this is from the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry. Um, this is from them. What are the effects of PFAs? PFAs are polyfluoroalkyl substances. Um, we've been manufacturing them in the U.S. since 1940s. Um Currently, oh, that's the concern have to have to do with. Just so you guys are, if you, in case you're wondering, there's no current worry about how PFAs interact with COVID nineteen. That's on the top of that. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Uh, that doesn't my affect concern. it at all. It won't stop yeah. it at all. So I didn't um, want my COVID to have smaller. According testicles. to the government, it says uh, different studies report a variety of health outcomes. Research involving humans suggests that high levels of PFAs might lead to increased cholesterol levels decreased vaccine response in children, changes in liver enzymes, increased risk of high blood pressure, preeclampsia in pregnant women, small increases in infant birth rates, and increased risk of kidney and testicular cancer. Um, That's about the time, the 50s and 60s, when 
they started noticing Americans having issues like high cholesterol, right. heart issues, mm -hmm. and they didn't know why. And that's when the whole bogus thing about, well, you can't eat fat. It's because we're eating too much fat, which they've proven that's not what was causing everybody's problems. Not your body yeah. needs fat. Right. Yeah. But now, but this makes sense that if they started this in the 40s and it, it started showing up around the 50s and 60s, um, and you do look at those dudes who went and fought World War Two, and then they came back and, you know, they were just like my grandfather, you know, he's just a man's man, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like 30 and I'm like, oh, I'm like so tired. And like, you yeah. know, it's like, what happened to yeah, me? Like my father-in-law is going to be 79. He's out there with a chainsaw trying yeah. to cut down a tree and you're going, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. You know, it says that PFAs, just so you guys know, they are allowed in certain food process uh, foods because they're used as processing aids. But not DeBoss chocolate. Not, no, they're not in our food. Definitely not, but they're definitely allowed in other chocolates. Mm. Just want to let you guys know, we're the only. <laughs> no, but no, they are allowed. They're not, I don't know if they're in other chocolates, but they are allowed in processing aids for manufacturing other foods um, to help reduce buildup on manufacturing equipment. They're in food packaging, um, fast food wrapters, microwave popcorn bags, takeout. Uh, so it helps containers. stuff not stick to stuff, it sounds yep. like. Yeah, because you okay they, over there? I'm yawning. PFAs <laughs> are so non-stick, non-stick, grease, oil, and water resistant. Apparently, the PFAs are getting uh, max right now. He's yawning over Dude, there. Dude, they He's got me. Pass out. I'm full of PFAs. <laughs> well, no, they, uh, she also said in the article too. Oh, the article shoot. was saying that they're uh, like basically in everybody's urine. I mean, they're these toxic, yeah, toxic levels. Yeah, you find it all over and, and baby high urine. Levels. I mean, baby already. urine. Yeah, because they're chewing on a lot of plastic toys. Yeah. Or, oh. So yeah, it's and all baby over food, the place. They said it's in some of the baby food or yeah, yeah. baby shampoo. shampoo. They are found in seventy-two. Yeah. This is one day ago. Found in seventy-two percent of all drinking water samples in Philadelphia. Well, I'm sure they're all over. That's not just yeah. that's where they looked for them, but they're, they have to be all over the place. It's not just Philadelphia. Huh. Hmm. So should we worry? Um, I don't, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. So <laughs> that, that, that's one of those things. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of like the train's already left the station. Yeah. What I mean, are, personally, I do? could do with a smaller penis. I mean, that would help me out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It'd help all of us out. Too. <laughs> that's interesting. Nice. PFAs and how they're doing that. I wonder, you know, uh, well, that might be, <laughs> I'll be quiet. Sorry, I can't. Um, <laughs> I can't get over Justin's imagery. Oh. So uh, should we I'll talk about what Conan O'Brien said? I'll never get it. Yeah, yeah. Topic, right? No, but now. listen, on, on, on really on that on barrier. That, no, I think I think it's just yeah. The bottom line on that is that yeah, it's in our environment. We're, there's nothing they're going to do about it. They're not going to like change manufacturing overnight. How are they going to get it out of the environment? It's in the oceans. They're saying yeah. it's it's well. It, but if it is as harmful it. as as this is making it out, I mean, at least they can stop. Using well, it or it, making it, right? We might have a Children of Men uh, epidemic, which was the movie that Clive that was Owen movie. was in. Children was of he men. the last one, like the youngest? No, no, he was trying to save the last okay. lady. There, was, there was a lady that was pregnant, pregnant and he yeah. was trying to, some, for some reason, they were after her, and he was trying, because I think they were trying to figure out how she, how got, pregnant. she got pregnant. Why did she, why was she the right. one? You know, I think it's like most anything. I remember that movie started and the world's youngest person had died or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. But this uh, has also been a common theme in a lot of science fiction. They used to have a TV show called Ark, where it was in the future, and um, these this one group of women were having this problem is the males could not reproduce, mm. and so they got this one guy who could actually reproduce, and so they were like keeping him captive. 
Oh wow! Yeah, so oh. that was pretty tough cool, job. So, yeah, yeah that, that sounds like a dream <laughs> job for most. Yeah, most men, not again. Right? Okay. <laughs> now, yeah. Marty, you might—I don't know if these guys will read, but I think Marty, you'd be into reading. <laughs> why the last? It's a graphic novel. I don't think you guys read comics. I think Marty does, <laughs> though, do, right? Yes. So, have you read Why the Last Man? Like the no, letter no. Y. Read that. It's fantastic. It's about the last man on Earth. He happens to have survived this one virus that wipes everybody out. So, of course, is, that, is I Am Legend based on that? I know why the last man isn't that old. Oh, okay. actually, um, is really great though. It's a fantastic read. And it's a graphic novel. Graphic novel. Okay. It's it's really really well. I done. just put it on my list right after pulpmags.org. Well, I was yeah. gonna say, what was yeah. that movie about the one guy with all the women, the one guy that could uh, procreate? It was called Ark. It was a Arc. television series. So it was it was like a, a romance fantasy for men. Uh, <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> No, these guys they had this arc, and it was like after this dystopian problem or something like that. And so they would travel around in this big, awesome-looking car, uh, like a big minivan or something, and they would go to different encounter different places. And one mm. of the places he got captured. Oh, so it was an episode of the show. Yeah, it was an okay. episode, yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. I mean, I don't know. More people, it seems like, I know that are having problems yeah. having kids these days, oh, yeah. having to go to do oh, all yeah. these the treatments and do treatments. fertility yeah. treatments and all these different things. I never, growing up, you never heard of that. No, I have. I can count four to five people I would call good friends who, yeah, either couldn't have kids at all or had to do expensive and extensive fertility treatments yeah, before they right. had kids. Yeah. Yeah. So th there is something going on something for sure. To it. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. definitely a problem. I had no problems at all. It's just like, I look at my wife, she got pregnant. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What do you do about that? I think you just kind of... But well, like I think what you do that? about that is you run for a, uh, you go into a beauty pageant, right? Oh, that's right. Well, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. that's right. So, you know, that's a good point, though. If there are, you know, if men's uh, penises are shrinking, then this might become more normal, this next news story. Hello, everybody. Max here. Now, in the next segment, we discuss a recent news story regarding a transgender woman, a biological man who is now a woman, that won Miss Nevada. I wanted to preempt this segment with a bit of context. Nobody here at the No Talent Show has anything against transgender people. I would certainly hope that by having listened to our show over the last year or so, and especially those people who know us personally, would understand that. In fact, every single one of us on the show have transgender individuals in our lives that we love and care for deeply. We are simply four men trying to make sense of the news stories at hand, and discussing both sides to help ourselves and others fully understand the world around us. I am a firm believer that unless an individual vets an idea from both sides, any idea, whether it being scientific, religious, or if there will ever be another decent Batman movie made, now unless that is discussed with vigor, argued against, as well as defended, then that person won't have a true belief either way. I don't know about you, but if I had to choose someone to fight on my side, it wouldn't be the person who believes the best way forward is to make everyone feel safe and happy while sitting on lukewarm beliefs. No, instead, it would, it would be the person who is being useful, passionate, and has done the mental homework to become consistent in thought and to truly stand for something. Anyways, thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. A biological man won um, Miss Nevada. 
So that's interesting. All right. Woo. Yeah. It's so about time. I don't really, I don't, you know, I mean, it is what, what it your, is. Uh, what first quote, trans, well, let's see. This is the first trans title holder to Miss Nevada crowned. Mm-hmm. And I think that just goes to show that men are better at everything, even Ooh. being women. <laughs> ah, nice. I don't have a rim shot anymore. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was, um, they say the, the outlet called it, this is Miss, uh, Miss Nevada pageant called it a monumental win. Um, who will now move on to the next circuit to go to Miss USA and then eventually Miss uh, Universe? Um, if she wins, is, does she have to win uh, Miss USA to go to Miss Universe? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So here's the deal. I guess it's a question for women. I mean, what do they feel about this? Do they think it's fair? You know, when you have men or you know whatever they want to identify as. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were born men and competing in different sports and competing in these beauty pageants and stuff. Do I'm just curious, do women think it's fair? Do they want... Well, those who don't have spoken out like J.K. JK Rowling and right. has come under heavy fire as being anti-trans or anti-this or that. But I, I see her point. It's especially in, in athletics. You know, I have two daughters and, you know, if my daughter st- was, was losing, let's say, a college scholarship to somebody who was bigger, stronger, faster, mm-hmm. mostly because they were genetically born male, right, to go on the women's water polo team or whatever. Yeah. Like, I would see an issue with that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I think feel obligated to raise a little bit of hell. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then yeah. you would get, you know, in trouble and exactly. you lose your job and exactly. uh, get thrown in the gulag. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess and that's the thing. I don't. I am always go down to. I don't care what people do with their own time. Yeah. Right. But when it does come down to like, and if maybe I'm misunderstanding the point of Miss USA, but I thought the point of Miss USA were all about you know the women's women's experience. And I just, I guess my point is, well, well how about this? If so we if you, work in the world where we're talking about women's experiences, I don't know if the if the biological man who is now a woman has had all those experiences. You know, and is able to compete fairly. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't. Know. And, and then you at know, the same yeah. time, right? You've got the idea of this person who won. Now they identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. Sh- you know, should they not? Should they be told they cannot do this because they're were they were born something else? You know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of complexities here. Yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, and no, and you're right. And I can see both sides, and but I I don't think anybody on either side should be demonized for having, for seeing both sides, you know, for saying mm-hmm. like it doesn't mm-hmm. seem fair. Oh yeah, for sure. There's for something sure. about that doesn't seem fair. Oh, well, you're anti. No, I'm not anti. I, I mean, good for that. I don't remember her name. Enrique. What was it? Uh, Enriquez. I Enriquez. think. Cataluna was it? Cata. Is it good for her? But Enriquez. but but at the same time, it's like I understand if somebody who lost to her would be like. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. what did the other contestants think about it? You know, and that's uh, what I'd be interested. Yeah, yeah, I don't that, know. And, it's a tough. One. And this one's a little bit different for me than like the sports one because that is something that's very like when it's you got a competitive edge. That's mm-hmm. actually you yeah. do. You one hundred percent have a biological competitive edge. Maybe maybe they should just not have men's and women's sports. They should just have sports. Sports, yeah. That'd be that's what I'm thinking though. If you're gonna do, if you're not gonna separate, then have them all together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have it all together. But you know that's not a thing. Keeping everybody together and not separating people these days is not cool. In fact, Columbia University mm. they're having six. Ceremonies for their graduates this next month, separated by race 
income, and other self-identifying factors, such as LGBTQ+. They're going to have six of them, one for Native Americans. Do they just have a normal one? Like combined? Uh, let's check. We'll go to their website here. Multicultural graduation normal? celebration. What is normal? That's a question. Yeah, what, oh, you can't use normal? the word normal. You guys see that? Yeah. Like normal hair? For greasy to normal hair, that's now off of products. Oh what is it called gone. then? Like not. Classic? Classico? Classico. Classic hair. Multicultural graduation celebrations. Graduation. Um, th invite community members to reflect on their personal growth and community experiences. You can join one or more of the virtual celebrations. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're having a normal one or not, but I do know they're <laughs> having one for Native Americans, Asians, Latinos, Blacks, low-income students, Lavender graduation. What's Lavender? Like Lavender is for the LGBTQ plus spirit community. Okay. Um, okay, so Lavender. Lavender. So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because I don't tend to look at people and judge them by their... Um, well, we're told income not to. levels. We're told not to, or their right? race. Yeah, you never. I just don't do that. Whether I'm, you know, I don't. I've just don't think that. Um, but apparently, I just have this weird feeling that if you start doing that in schools and you start just making a point of distinguishing people by their race or their income level, naturally you start seeing people in that way yeah, and i exactly. feel like that's yeah. dangerous well it's it gonna is. make yeah make people more separate I, I think it's it's a great plan if you want to make people more separate it's a great plan if you want to teach racism because on one 100%. hand you're told you're told and, and, and the same thing when i grew up i mean i didn't look at people as what's your income you mm -hmm. know necessarily even what's your race i mean mm -hmm. we were all in school together right and then now you know you're being told well don't look at it like that but we're gonna have all these separate graduations that we're looking at it like that. And then we'll so have all double these, speak. All these separate water fountains for different people. Like there should be yeah. something yeah. more exactly. important. Back to Jim Crow laws. Exactly. There should be exactly. something more important than anything like you can like that I can point to and define you right. Oh, Eric is a blank, 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 straight white man. You know, it's cool deeper guy. than that, he's right? A, yeah, like, that's, that's all surface stuff to me. That yeah. that like matters somewhat, and you can have like you know I'm half Lebanese. Okay, that matters to me a little bit, but that right. doesn't doesn't de define you. define everything yeah. I do and every decision I make and every you know what I mean. It's like right. I, I don't know. I don't know why we want to go back to defining people on surface, on color of skin, and on sexuality. Yeah, we're defining on people on how much um, melanin we have in our skin. Mm -hmm. It's a great and way we're to creating all sorts of labels like cis male. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not a cis male. No, you're right. a cis male. You're a straight male. Well, and that's a, you can start controlling that's language. You start controlling the world. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. I'm, so you're right, and it does, and it starts, especially for younger uh, kids, younger generation. It starts. Having them look at the world that way. Put people in so categories. Everybody's in categories. categories exactly. In category. Everybody's separate. You know, it makes it, yeah, it definitely makes the problem worse. Gets rid of a melting pot nation that we were so proud to be at yeah. one point, you know. Yeah, Even if it was never perfectly ideal or, you know, never, you know, the ideal that we always wanted to be and aspired to be probably never truly existed. But, but we were working on yeah, it. Yeah, there was like at least effort to get there at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I have a really hard time with this idea. Of, in fact, I just saw some new curriculum, um, which is teaching people, teaching kids. It's like um, the social studies curriculum, which shows um, white people and black people. And it gives, and it's teaching kids how 
the thought processes of how each of those groups might feel if they saw the other ones. Just to kind of help. It's the idea is it's supposed to <laughs> oh help you gosh. understand the world that other people have. So it has like the thoughts and you're supposed to connect them. So some of the thoughts were like, um, oh, he must be a cop. And that is what you're supposed to say. The black man is thinking about the white man. And that, oh, he's armed. That's what you're supposed to say. The white man is thinking about the black man. And it's a connect the dots sort of thing. So, and I was going, this is terrible. Like, you're teaching kids to think that. Like, that never would have crossed their mind so it says general, if you didn't put it in there. General groupthink that you're teaching people, instead of going up to a person and just asking them how you doing, getting to know them, and find out what they truly think as a person. Yeah, it's teaching you groupthink. It's thing. teaching you because, oh, they're this or they're that. This is this is what they are. So you right. can't separate that. Then your kid's tugging on your arm and say, D- Daddy, doesn't he have a gun? Right, yeah, that, oh, yeah. I thought he might have a He's gun. He's a dark-skinned yeah. man. Exactly. No, it's, it's not that way. And it's just, it's very interesting. And then, and then trying to shame you because they're telling you to think that and you're not supposed to think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's cuckoo. It's, yeah, it's like I took my son to the Tower District and we were walking around. And he goes, Dad, aren't you afraid to walk around this place? I go, no, why would I be afraid? There are all these scary-looking people. I go, they're not. They're just people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like, you don't have to be afraid unless you're, you know, you're doing something to make yourself afraid, you mm-hmm. know, just... Be confident. No one's going to bother you. Yeah. But it was just a big wide opening, uh, eye opening thing. Yeah. I mean, and everybody, it's part of human experience to see people who are different than you and to maybe initially be scared. And then that's, that's humanity. Then we, you learn like, oh, we have a lot more in common than we have different. Right. right? Exactly. That's part of learning to live with other cultures, other races. You know, it's like, hey, we have, we have so much, the human Connection is so much stronger than whatever surface stuff that we have that's different. Right, because yeah. more brings us together than divides us. Exactly. Yeah. But it feels like now we're just hell-bent on pointing out what divides us and makes us different. I, I, I don't understand it. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, I just can't. Um, yeah, it's eth- new eth- ethnic studies. Well, the, the one the one good thing to take away from this is that because of all the chemicals, we're all going to have small penises. So yeah, we can get true. along with that and say, hey, guess what? That's and true. humans are on a doubt weren't swinging anyways. Yes. Penny left. <laughs> Hopefully by the end of this century, there'll just be animals left and insects. Yeah. It's unreal. Um, anyways. So on that note, what was uh, Conan uh, right about? Oh, yeah, those... Conan, you know, a, lo- a couple a couple years ago, I actually just exited out of that. I got to find it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, call, oh, back, call back. Conan O'Brien, you know, a couple years ago, 2015, there was that terrible, the massacre at the um, Charlie Hebdo newspaper. In France. In France. Mm, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Conan. They made ha- an, a joke that was uh, towards Islam. Yeah, and... they, they, they had a drawing of the prophet Muhammad. Oh, and, that's right. That's right. That's right. Ooh, that's yeah. not a good thing to do. No. Right. So Conan had done had given this really nice opening speech here. Listen to it. As many of you know, there was a uh, terrible tragedy in France today. Twelve people were killed because a satirical newspaper made jokes that some group found offensive. Now, obviously, everyone here, all of us are accustomed to bad news from around the world. But this story really hits home for anyone who day in and day out mocks political, social, and religious figures. In this country, we just take it for granted that it's our right to poke fun at the untouchable or the sacred. But today's tragedy in Paris reminds us very viscerally that it's a right some people are inexplicably forced to die for. So uh, it is very important tonight that I express that everybody who works at our comedy show 
And believe it or not, this is a comedy show. That's what we we're trying to do here. All of us are terribly sad for the families of those victims, for the people of France, and for anyone in the world tonight who now has to think twice before making a joke. It's not the way it's supposed to be. So we'll move on now. We'll try to. Yeah, but I thought that was a really nice um, thing to say about that. But I, what I thought what was interesting was that he said that uh, it's not the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to have to think twice about making a joke. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's that is the world we're in, right? Because really, that comes to you're oh, yeah. not supposed to think twice to have free speech. Is really what he said. Because a lot of times I think twice, three times, and then I just don't say it. Right. Because I don't want to take the risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and when you do that, it. it it stops people from speaking their mind. And yeah. I think that's the dangerous part, right? I mean, I mean, is it, you think this country is getting to that, to that level? I mean, yes. to, to that, that radical level yes. where, where people. hundred yeah. percent. Wow. I do. I'd be because 100%. we, we no longer have the belief. It used to be the, I remember president Obama saying one time, um, someone questioned him in the, he was in a foreign nation and the, the press was like, how come people in America are allowed to say this or that? He's like, that's the thing about free speech is, and he defended free speech. You know, he's like, I don't agree with what this person's saying, but they have the right to say it. He's like, but the, the good thing is I have the right to read it and, you know, agree or disagree with it or refute it or blah, 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 you know. But we've gotten to the point now where it's like, no, you can't say something that, you know, might be labeled as bad instead of like, like the books that are getting banned. Let mm. people read them and then have a discussion about why was that bad? <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what? Like mm-hmm. I. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Free speech is um, well, free speech and free think. I think is the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think uh, you know for for certain people, not for me, but mm-hmm. I mean for certain people, sure they probably think that way. Uh, the thing is, comedy, and that's the thing. I think comedy is the one thing that can really bring people together because you know. What's whatever whatever side you're on, you can see the irony in certain situations, mm-hmm. and you, and you just have to laugh about it. And I think we all right. kind of we were talking about uh, last episode about uh, Slops the Clown and and about you know how his style was, and and that's what that's how it is. It's just like you can see something innate. We can see things or hear things, and it doesn't matter what side you're on. It's just funny, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And we can laugh about it and be lighthearted and say, you know what? There's bigger things going on here. It's I think that- so, but I think that people are losing their even their sense of humor. Oh, I think yes. Because yeah, you're sure. not allowed to laugh right. at anything. You're not allowed to say anything. That's why I love to watch Don Rickles, old Don Rickles uh-huh. on YouTube. Just Don Rickles would make people. fun of anybody. <laughs> you know, Muhammad Ali, it, Howard, anybody he would make fun of. And mm-hmm. everyone loved him because they just knew, hey, it's Don Rickles That's making just fun. His comedy. He doesn't mean anything. He loves us all. But it's just, you know, he mm-hmm. sees. He, yeah, his, his style was basically like roasting all the time. Yeah, That's yeah, all he did. He just roasted, constantly roasted people. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. the way America used to be, you know, it used to just be fun and funny, you know, and you could do that, but you didn't, you weren't mean about it. Right. It was just, you know. Well, even with the politics, you know, you can't even do that anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm even looking at things like, um, I love Lucy. Like how long until that's considered racist? Cause she's makes fun of Ricky and Ricky, his accent yeah, and all that true. stuff, you know? Right. Well, well, yeah, I mean, we, we've watched that. My daughter's watching that right now. She she loves that show, and, you know, my wife has pointed out things. She's like, well, what about when Ricky did this, or what about when Lucy did that? I mean, it wouldn't fly today, you right. know? And it's like, yeah, it's true. That probably will get banned yeah. at some point. Yeah. My what? son loves Get Smart. <laughs> oh, yeah, Get Smart. It's his humor. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, my um, Dawn's daughter actually was listening to our podcast a while ago and was like, <gasps> you know, like shocked at the thing, and I was like, what was even bad about it? But it was just, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, just at that age, the thing she's learning to know that right. 
that whatever, even just our normal conversations. Just us making jokes about something is like shocking to us. Shocking. Mm. Like you can't say that. Yeah. You know, it's like, and that's just a 13 year old girl now would be shocked by this show. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was 13, I was, you know, like I can't imagine what she would think if she watched Dave Ch- 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 Chappelle special. You know, right. it would yeah. be like or Heart old, Attack Central. Oh my Saturday God. Night Live skits. I mean, yes. the old ones with Belushi and, oh, and yeah. all those guys, the original Even cast. Even into the and, Will Ferrell years, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, it is that whole thing. And once again, it's very much like the books, right? It's not the government doing it. It's ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Right? We still, we haven't, we haven't, uh, changed any laws we technically still have free speech um in fact this is another there's a great quote from george orwell he says if large numbers of people believe in freedom of speech there will be freedom of speech even if the law forbids it but if the public opinion is sluggish inconvenient minorities will be persecuted even if laws exist to protect them yeah, well, that's and that is exactly what happened. Fahrenheit four fifty one kind it's of the exact is, same is thing. The same thing. It, yeah. Nothing to do with the government. And, it's and ourselves. When, and when that's what they say when when they're talking about minorities, they're talking about like literally like shows like this. Mm-hmm. This is a you know people that just want to have fun and mm-hmm. just talk about some you know topics and enjoy and laugh a little bit. You know, right? And that's who they're talking about, really. You know, as far as comedy goes, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I can't watch late night comedy anymore like you know because it's not funny because you're not allowed to be funny anymore oh my gosh it's terrible yeah back in the day even 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 as far as jay leno you know Mm -hmm. but even of course before that you know there was some funny Mm -hmm. stuff right but now it's like it's too pc it's Mm -hmm. just sterile it's or the one group that you can make fun of was you know trump or Trump supporters, right? Or something oh yeah, like yeah. That. You can pick yeah, yeah. and choose who you can make yeah. fun of, mm-hmm. but you can't make fun of the other side. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because you do have freedom of speech as long as whatever you say doesn't make anyone mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very um, interesting world to live in because uh, you don't know where it's going, right? You know, like, yeah. I feel like every day it's something new. Oh yeah, and it's slowly just sliding down the hill, getting yeah. sick and sad. But you know, like, like I always say too, I always think don't- though. Well, I, I just—I was gonna say—I always think that the the pendulum always swings. It always goes one way, and then mm-hmm. when it goes too far one way, it does always come back. Now, as far as when that time will be, I don't know. Well, I think it's unfortunate because I think this is what's happened. I think that you know, I was born in 1981, so for my lifetime, I've never had to like go to war. Or, you know, the wars that, like, Desert Storm was over in a week, <laughs> you know. Mm, yeah. the, there was never a draft. The wars that did happen in my lifetime were over in the Middle East. Never really seemed that dangerous. 9-11 was, was the, the one thing that happened in my lifetime. It was like, it, like, shook us, right? Mm-hmm. I th- And then all these people who were born after me, even, like, but I was at least, there were people alive who fought World War II when I was, you know, coming up. Yeah. And I heard the stories of why that was Institutional memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've lost that. I think people have lost the importance of the liberties, you know, that are in our Constitution mm-hmm. and don't see the point of them anymore. They just assume that life is easy and this is what it is. Um, and I think I think something tragic is going to happen, another war, another something like you saw in the in the 30s and 40s happen you mm. know um some a true evil rise up and then have to get fought off again before people wake up to like 
wow, maybe that wasn't a good well, a good road to go down. Yeah. You know? I think the human condition, too, is always that we, we always have to invent something. If there's not something there, you know, mm-hmm. they had something there. Like you're talking about the World War II generation mm-hmm. and stuff. They had something there. To, the purpose. Yeah. Or, yeah. And and it's like now we're just inventing all this crazy stuff to fight about, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or whatever. So, yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe it's a human condition. Yeah. Um, no peace. No peace on earth. Yep. I, I don't know. Any closing thoughts there, Max? On the, I, uh, I have too many. It'll take my. I just. I my thoughts just get. I get so intense about. These I think things. you're on to see there, Mar- Marty. One, one thing mm-hmm. is that cracks me up is. So you were talking about how you know your grandfather was a man, man, yeah. right? And all these guys are men, men. And women always say, "Well, I want a man who I could just hold and he'll cry." <laughs> right. And I'm, I always tell him that's garbage. Yeah. You don't want that. You want the man who's going to go out and kill the spider exactly. who's trying to kill you in the bathtub. But women always say, well, I want, you know, this sensitive guy. But they don't. Mm-mm. No, it's the demasculinity <laughs> yeah. thing, right? They want That's to strip us happening. of our masculinity. Yeah. But they when, think they when want When there's a crisis, that. they want the guy who's going to take charge and get things done. Yeah. But it's always the guy on the bike that doesn't pay him any attention, right? The motorcycle with the tattoos that they want right, to hop right. on the back of the yeah. bike. And the, the other guy's boy. sitting there saying, don't leave me. Yeah. I'm reading poetry. I, I, mm-hmm. I love you. It's always amazing to me to look back at history and see those young dudes on the boats you know smoking cigarettes right before the gates came down they're freaking 18 years old gun over their shoulder just freaking like i'm like these kids now are like living with their parents till they're 30 you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) like afraid to get a job or like hunter s thompson who's writing stories about the hell's angels and getting beat up Mm -hmm. you know and carrying guns it's just Amazing, but yeah, it's just it's a demasculine. Well, I think a good yeah. movie because of our penises are shrinking. <laughs> well, a good true. movie that explains that is or doesn't explain it, but shows it is that Bedeviled. Have you ever seen that? No. With, is that uh, bedazzled with bedazzled? Uh, sorry, bedazzled. such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. When he, he wishes he was the he wishes he was the sensitive type that this girl would fall in love with. Yeah, and then he's so sensitive. Yeah, she's he's just, like crying at the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then this girl's like, get away from me. Yeah, you know? and these dudes, these macho dudes, come up, kick sand in his face, yeah. and she runs off. She with runs him. off with them. <laughs> Yeah, bedazzled. That's, right. that's a good movie. That's a, good movie. Yeah. that's a great movie. They always crack me on. They always say, you know, it's okay for a man to cry. You go, no, it's not. I'm a dad. Okay, if I'm out with my kids or my family and something happens, I can't sit there and cry. I have to control the situation. Yeah. I have to make sure they're safe. I yeah. have to do all this stuff. I don't have the luxury of sitting there and crying. Yeah, but they say, yeah. oh no, it's okay if you do that. No, it really is not. Yeah, no, you're right. But they, they just want to stra- They just want to do that, you know. I mean, there's a time and a place man. where you might yeah, be able to Yeah, when you're cry. stuck in a bear trap, it's <laughs> night, and you're lying in a ditch, <laughs> yeah. and you're alone. Yeah, you can cry all you want, yeah. but all the other times, you know, you got to fight off Bigfoot, even though he is eight foot tall right. with a stick because your kids are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, they just want to. The media and everybody just wants to strip men of their masculinity and just have this little weak twink of a guy mm-hmm. you know, well I, th- I think we talked about that i mean we're getting we're getting a little deeper but i think we talked about it before where it, it's this whole breaking up of the family you know the man exactly, man, well, exactly. Yes. men aren't men you know and then women can't right. be women and then the kids don't know what's going on well, and then and now they're or what sexuality they are they <laughs> right think it's bad that boys want to play with trucks and guns you know i'm like that, I never taught my kid about guns. The first thing he did when he picked up a stick when he was two, right. he started shooting Here's it like a thing. gun. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot yeah. take – that is built into – and this is part of like if you go – if going back to uh, just like faith, if you want to get into that, I believe that we are built with very specific um, – in God's image, right? This is this idea. Like hardwiring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are hardwired. Men mm-hmm. have a certain thing. It doesn't matter if you never 
if you keep all toys away from your kid, they will chew their crackers into little guns and <laughs> and, and you know and fire yeah. them. Yeah. It just um, it's the way it is. Our little yeah. cracker cars and crash uh-huh. into yes. each other. Yeah. It's just the and it's not that we taught them, it's that it's it's how it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you're right though. We are it's it's stripping that the, the nuclear family, yeah, right? You got to get rid of the family. family. What yeah. what would yeah. be the family called now if it's not a nuclear family? What would it be? Um Marxist family <laughs> or something something along that line. <laughs> I don't know. And, Nuclear war family. But I, I know yeah. a few families that are like, um, you know, like lesbian couples got together with a gay co- male couple, had a kid, mm. and so the kid is raised within this family unit, mm-hmm. which is fine. I have mm-hmm. no problem at all with that. But it's just yeah, like, it's got loving parents. Yeah, yeah and, and, and God bless and them. That's fine. But it's it's just like you know, then they start questioning. Well, you know, why are you this? your family this way with a man and a woman, you know, and all this stuff. So they start thinking that they are more normal than we are. Wait, did you use the word normal? I did. I, after <laughs> I said that, I go, oh my God, normal. Yeah. Why do they think we should have, more we should have like a, right a buzzer. I you should know, have. Yeah. I'll get the buzzer Mah. back. Right. That their way is less harmful in, in some way. Or, or more nurturing right, or something right, like right. that where, you know, also men are being vilified because they're considered violent. You right. know, how, how can you be around a man? He's so violent. You know, I'm not violent. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do anything unless you do something to me. Mm-hmm. But it's this right. women, even my daughter was talking about it. My 14, I don't remember how old she is. My 14-year-old was saying, well, you know, there's this big thing against men because they're all violent. Go, they're not violent. Mm-hmm. No, no. They're, well, there's like toxic masculinity. Yeah, that's the word exactly. that's thrown out now. Yeah. And, and so it's it's almost, that that word is terrible because you say masculinity and toxic right mm-hmm. there. And, the, and, 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 you know, basically in, in, a, in two words that are basically thrown out there and, and it looks like it's bad. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, you can't be masculine and be normal, mm-hmm. right? You're toxic. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Because men you know? are just ticking time bombs waiting to explode. But, there. you know, if we were out in the wilderness and, yeah, if there wasn't such a modern society and you're fighting off a, you know, bear to protect mm-hmm. the family, I think they want that masculinity out there, you know, or, or fighting off another tribe or, mm-hmm. you know, something else. I mean. Where a lot of guys are well-balanced, you know, they're well-balanced between being masculine but also they're just not, you know, hyper aggressive, you know, they're right. not that way. But people are just saying, oh, no, you know, you're, you're hyper, oh, was are hyper aggressive. That's but you know what? Thank God for those dudes who aren't scared to parachute down into a enemy line. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Yeah, you need those. I've always thought about that. Yeah, there are people, like, I feel like I'm fairly well balanced. Like, if something happens, I can hulk up. Right, or if I, I was need. called upon to hulk serve, up. I would do it. But right, I'm but not, there like, are, to there do are yeah. people who run to do it. And yeah. those people are amazing to me. Now, they yeah. might not be the most well balanced, cool, and collected, right. balanced person, yeah. But I don't want well, them to be balanced. I want them to be yeah. freaking fighting machines. I don't want my Navy SEALs to be all, yeah. well, we, we want to pick yeah. these flowers first, yeah. and we'll go assassinate Here, them. Here's the other thing. Yeah, no, I want if, him to scare me. If women in society can be well-rounded, right, be a career woman, be a m- mother, nurturing, and all that, why can't a man be the same thing? Why can't he be masculine? Why can't he go out and be aggressive and protect you know, and protect mm-hmm. the family and, and get stuff? But, Eric, I am wondering, you only mentioned those two genders. What about the other 75? Oh, no. Oh. Well, we'll, we're going to catch on those uh, next, next show. Next week. When we actually, talk about raisins. Next week, we have a big show. We're actually all going to do our research into these mysterious watchers in the sky. Ooh. These strangers. Night these watchers. Night watchers. Dark watchers. Dark watchers. These watchers. dark watchers. And they're on the hillside looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Dark we'll talk about dark watchers next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we're getting canceled. <laughs>